Bro? Hey, uh, ask me why I didn't answer your call earlier. Why didn't you answer my call earlier? Because I was ghosting you, bro. Oh, shit, son. Podcast over. There are many things about this world that we do not understand. Could never understand. Unexplained phenomenon. Ghosts. Ghouls. Poultrygeists. Poltergeists. Zombies. The living dead. The unliving dead. And we're going to tackle all these subjects today on this special edition of Unresearched with Stephen and Guest. in the house. Let's talk about Ghosts in the House. We're listening, you're listening to the Unresearched Podcast with Steven and Guest. Our guest today is Ghost Hunter Extraordinaire, Andrew Fitzgerald, who's hunted ghosts throughout the world, coming across many different types of ghouls, zombies, the living dead, the unliving dead, poltergeists, um, vampires, wolfmen, Frankensteins, Frankenstein's monsters, and other sorts of otherworldly creatures. So let's get right into this. Uh, hello, Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm okay, how are you? I am doing excellent, and I can't wait to jump right into this topic of ghosts and how we can handle the ghost problem that's circumventing around America. Well, let's, uh, let's dive right into this, shall we? Okay, so, what is ghost? This has something to do with, uh, stuff. And how many different sorts of ghosts is there? Well, it depends on, um... So, you traveled the world trying to give to find proof of ghosts, and you found proof of ghosts? And you've seen this ghost firsthand. Well, I've seen him. You've seen him. And where did you see ghosts? <laughs> oh, I don't see him all over the place, son. So you'll be seeing ghosts right now all over the place? Yeah, it's like they seek me out because they know that I can see them. And you see, and they're dead? Ghosts. These people are dead? Their physical bodies are deceased yet for some reason. They're, they're, they're spirit just just stays with us and it's like what yeah and they're like hey andrew help me find the light to the other side yeah help me find that portal to pass on so so, what i can't find that yeah so what do you think is the most haunted ghost this place is it wyoming i have a feeling it's wyoming strong build up spiritual presence in like uh, uh was it North Dakota um Delaware we're talking we're just talking America here I mean you know this yeah, well, response to out the world we could be here all day if I like told you the hot spots throughout the entire world so Bermuda Triangle is a ghost what no but there is a ghost, ghost at Bermuda there are no people of it are known 
terms of um, experience some apparitions in uh, that general vicinity at time to time. And they are triangular in shape, possibly? No, it's just crazy talk. I don't know where you're getting your information from. Um, well, I've heard that there are triangular ghosts and there are rectangular ghosts, and these ghosts do not get along. Well, people say they believe in Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy, but, you know, it doesn't mean, it, you know, it's true. Well, how many uh, Santa Claus ghosts have you seen th through your research with ghost hunting? None. <laughs> what are you smoking? None. You know, Santa Claus ghosts? Well, um, the ghost of Santa Claus has three spirits, and each one of them will visit you at midnight, at two, and at four, right before Christmas. Yeah, you're not Santa Claus ghosts. The ghosts of Christmas, future, present, past, and Santa Claus. And, but they, they, the, um, and they, but they, they bring you ghost presents, and you sense their presence, and you're like, oh no, ghost, and goblins. Goblins are not, those are two different things. So, so, okay, so I'm not very um, educated on this subject. That's, that's why you're our guest. That's why you're our expert. So the most haunted, what's the most haunted experience that you've ever had? Well, it was this one time, um, I woke up in the middle of the night. Oh my God, tell me more. Yeah, so I've been drinking all night, so, you know, I really had to pee. And I like wake up in the middle and I was like, oh no, I gotta go pee. And then like I just run into the, you know, in the dark and half asleep in front of the bathroom. And I get in there and I'm met face to face with a ghost. Oh my god, toilet ghost? The ghost was the keeper of the toilet and it's like occupied and then he slammed the door. And oh. I didn't think ghosts had the power to slam doors, but I guess they do, yeah. So, and, and this fine. experience that made you pee your pants because it was so scary. It was a close call, let me just say. It was a very close call. A little bit of treacle. Like you know, like, you know, but it was literally like, you know. You, 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 you twinkled a little bit. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Just a little bit. Like, oh my god, a ghost. Ah! Just a little bit came out. of the, So, and this experience happened when you were young? A, a child, possibly. Yeah, no, um... Yeah, because I was getting drunk at five years old. No. Well... Um, well, when, like, when someone has so many ghostly experiences like you have, I wouldn't be surprised that they're hitting the bottle at a young age. I'd rather not get into that right now. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, so this ghostly experience uh, propelled you forward into uh, ghost hunting and ghost exploration, triangular ghosts of Bermuda, and uh, possibly um, other sort of uh, mythical spirits like uh, pixies. Dixies and Trixies and Leprechauns. No, nothing to do with ghosts. Oh, well, my my facts nothing here are my my facts like, here are oh. totally just. Um, you're just like you're just like throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks here, aren't you? No, no, no. I've I've done thorough research. It reminds me of a story though. Once I did, you know, one time I was just sitting all my little business. All of a sudden, uh, these. Uh, I hear this noise, like stuff's getting thrown at the wall. And then, like, I go into my kitchen, and I see just stuff hit, like, you know, like, floating, like, various objects in my kitchen just floating around, throwing them at the wall. And they just fly at the wall. And it took me a while, and I finally was able to, you know, I got my ghost hunting equipment, and then determined that there was, in fact, somebody 
there was a spirit there that was just, you know, fucking with me and throwing my shit around. Just and, to be an asshole. And, and this upset you very much? A little bit. But, you know, I was able to communicate with with uh, with them and, you know, we, we figured out, we came with, you know, came to an agreement to, like, go settle down, stop throwing my shit, and then, you know, all, like, that that's a very uh, ghastly experience that you had had there when you're at a very young age. Obviously, you've been hunting ghosts since you were a child. Um, and your house was haunted at this age. Well, it was very haunted. And, and what kind of spirits did you interact with? Um, ghostly spirits, ghouls. Did you ever come across any demonic possession? Let me just say, uh, no. No? Okay. Moving on then. What about a wolfman? What about a wolfman? So, a wolfman could be a ghost. Mm, no. No. No, because you're just... Oh, so you're just going to bypass all the all the things that I'm saying now, because I, I obviously know nothing of, of ghosts and ghouls and spirits and specters. Um... So let's just just this uh, let's just go off your expertise then. So Wolfman can't be a ghost. Well, can be if he dies, but Wolfman's not a ghost. Is Wolfman dead? Honestly, wait, no, no, not a ghost. Not right. No. And you've encountered this Wolfman. Uh, again, that's something I'd rather not get into right now. Well, I just I want my audience to understand your expertise in the supernatural. The supra-natural and um, the poultry geists. Oh, poultry geists. Well, you know that's like uh, when you have a, a spirit that's being possessed by another spirit. You know, and then the spirit is clashing with the, his figures by like if it can like acquire these the rest of the ghosts, like, like absorb them into itself to be uh, to anchor its presence in reality. Mm, okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, uh, expand on that, because that's, that's something that I've, I've personally experienced on something um, similar to that, where a ghost was trying to um, be a ghost multiple times over and over a ghost. But then he divided and found the square root of ghost, and it was two. Two ghosts. I don't know what kind of acid trip you're on, my friend, but... Um that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Um, well, I, I agree to disagree. Okay. Okay, so let's get back to um, hauntings. <clears throat> if someone um, was to find ghosts in their home, what would um, your advice be to combat ghosts? And what if they found a combat ghost? Well, then they might be in for some trouble. Like that's some, like the next level haunting right there that you know a lot of people wouldn't be prepared for. I don't think. Okay, when you say next level haunting, so there's a degree of hauntings and there and on a level system that you created yourself. Yes. So there's like there's the uh, level one hauntings, which is you you know literally just like people who have passed on, but for some reason their spirit wasn't able to, you know, reach the the, the afterlife, if you will, and so. <clears throat> You know, they're just looking for a way to, you know, finish transcending into the, the next, you know, stage of reality. Oh, okay, so, you know, okay. You know, just like everyday people's spirits. And, you know, they get a little, um, well, they're a little apprehensive because of, you know, what 
you would be too if you thought you were, you know, ready to pass on, but you're like stuck and you can't, you know, like, not quite living, but not fully on the afterlife. So that's and now it's more the uh, people who, um, whether intentionally found a way or accidentally found themselves as a ghost, but rather than continue to find, you know, finish that process of being of dying, they insist on existing in that thing in that stage to uh, create uh, not necessarily hostilities or but mostly just to, you know, mess with people. Just to, you know, to give them purpose to keep to not fully extend into the afterlife. Just trick people and, you know, freak people out just, just for their own amusements. They're kind of like, you know, tricksters and they're kind of being assholes just for fun. You know, still kind of harmless. It's not like they're going to a demonic possession or whatever. Okay, okay. Stage three, you know, you're talking about combat ghosts. Stage three is where, you know, there's some sinister, like some true sinister uh, backing behind, you know, their presence. So they're, they're, they want to disrupt the lives of the living because they're jealous of the yeah, living. Yeah, like malicious and, you know, so what, what? Or, like, or like fix it up their guys when they're trying to absorb the other souls of other ghosts. The same thing, you know, they're trying to uh, increase their power, they feel they become more powerful if they can, you know, uh, the, they, the spirit of the living, like the process of the living to pass away to the extent of being able to uh, control their ghosts after, like, die and take their ghost power. And that's level four. That's level three. Okay, okay, then what's level four? I'd almost there, feel like that. There's it, three levels. There's three levels, okay, but what, yeah. so... Those are just described in detail. Oh, well, and I thank you for that. That was, that was very thoroughly put. And but what I'm wondering is, does demonic possession and and demonic hauntings they don't count as ghostly hauntings? There's a separate category for that. Maybe. Well, I mean, it's a severity. It's more. It's more severe than a simple haunting. But it's still technically a haunting. So, how many ghost dads have you encountered during doing doing your research? I'd imagine there's quite a bit of ghost dad. I mean, there, there are known to be some ghosts who are, who are dads, yes. Okay, so, and then you, you've encountered these ghost dads. I have, time to time. And, and how frightening are they? Um, I mean, whether or not they're, them being a dad doesn't usually a factor in how uh, frightening they are. As a level, like, that, that individual spirit falls on the, uh, on the spectrum. That you're talking about earlier. Well, because I would, I've encountered Ghost Dad, and he's like, "You better go out and mow the lawn." I'm like, "Well, Ghost Dad, I don't want to mow the lawn today. I mowed the lawn yesterday." And then if you don't, Ghost Dad uh, becomes aggressive. Yeah, Ghost Dad gets really mad, and he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna give you your allowance, and I'm gonna ground you for a week." No Nintendo, Ghost. Ghost Dad says no Nintendo. That's an interesting experience that you're sharing with me here. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've dabbled in, in the occult. I've, 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 I've uh, encountered a Frankenstein. Okay, well that might just be some, uh, you might need to, you know, maybe lay off the, uh, the hallucinogens a little bit. Because, no, Frankenstein isn't quite a ghost. Frankenstein is, um, that's a whole different thing. Okay, so Frankenstein is not ghost. 
Oh. It's more like real life uh, science experiment by, you know, a malicious doctor of sorts or a scientist in a lab. You know, usually uh, at the at top of the hill, very dark, mysterious, and it's usually lightning. But there's usually a lightning mm. storm when they're committed when they're okay, okay. experiments. Well, well, Frankenstein experiments. So, well, the funny thing is, when I encountered my Frankenstein, I also encountered the ghost dad. That is very peculiar. Huh? Well, hmm. I have my own uh, personal experiences with with the supernatural, and I, I know that you're you're the expert, in, and you're kind of disregarding uh, a lot of my experiences, which is fine. I don't I don't I don't take um I don't take it to heart. I don't, I, I know you're you're coming through with uh, scientific eyes, and I'm kind of more just an um, just a, an emotional observer at this point. So um, let me um, ask you of your expertise when you find someone that says they have a haunting and you go investigate the haunting what what are the steps that you take to um, investigate these hauntings? Well, I'm sure I divulge my, my trade secrets per se. Okay, well, do you bring the ghost a gift? Um, sometimes, you know, the way of communication there is there might be like depending on the experiences that, you know, someone might share with me before I look for this ghost well, because Ghost Dad um, wants his slippers, and he wants his newspaper, and he wants his smoking pipe, and he wants to sit down and just relax in a uh, nice Sunday afternoon with a little shot of scotch. You know, Ghost Dad likes to relax. And um, when you've encountered Ghost Dad, uh, uh, was that the experience that you, that you had? Um, the Ghost Dad's experience, um, similar to that, but maybe like, you know, well, no. So, um, let's talk about ghost dog. Ghost dog? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, how many ghost dogs have you encountered? So, you say ghost dogs or ghost dogs? Um, uh, but, that, uh, that you hear crazy. what you want to hear at this point. <laughs> you hear what you want to hear at this point. Ghost eating a hot dog once that was that was peculiar. I so, managed to this, this hot dog man to transcend the uh, mortal realm into this, this spiritual uh, sort of the spiritual uh, realm, the spiritual realm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's just that's terrifying. Um, so let, let's talk about like I, I know we kind of always we're, we're changing subjects when when you encounter a ghost in a haunting in a haunted house and you're going to invest this investigate this ghost um you have direct evidence that these um you either debunk or confirm a haunting yes and how many hauntings have you had to debunk that were just basically uh, a dad wearing a, uh, maybe a sheet trying to scare his kids how many well, the dudes? Um, there, there are those that um there are the pranksters out there who you know don't take this uh, sort of thing that I do seriously. And, you know, I do find that, you know, kind of offensive and uh, disrespectful. Because you dedicated um, your life to this cause. Yeah. And we... the spirit realm, and, you know, these people who, who want to treat it like a simple, you know, Halloween prank or something, you know, they really... It can be a little frustrating at times, I'm not going to lie. 
Well, well, I, I can I can understand that. That that sounds very um, oh, man, just really frustrating if you have to deal with someone that is like wearing a sheet, being a ghost dad, and trying to scare their kids into mowing the lawn. That that's it's a frightening experience, and that might be the experience that I had when when I experienced my ghost dad. And it's weird because I was in my late twenties when this happened to me. Um, or just some random dad maybe wanted me to mow his lawn. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the expert, so. Um, I'm getting a lot of great information from you, and, and I really appreciate your time that you're giving us. So, um, how many Scooby-Doo's do you run into uh, during your investigations? Uh, or maybe a, a Scrappy-Doo? All right, um, it, it's interview's over. I have to go now, I'm sorry. So, okay, so I'm not very um, educated on this subject. That's, that's why you're our guest. That's why you're our expert. Obviously, I'm an idiot when it comes to ghosts. Obviously. <laughs> 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 you made me break the fourth wall, you bastard. 